This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome. This is the G Podcast, episode 97. Give it on up, give it on up, give it up. Yes. We are back in the building for more of that fun and frivolity on a Sunday in the fall, which in Atlanta means drink plenty of alcohol (laughs) or take something, take some Tylenol. Cause uh, I'm not even gonna talk. I'm I, I've got it muted, and I'm you know it's on it's in the background muted. So I'm not even gonna talk about that. Not even. Not even. <sighs> another week. Another. You know what? Another L. Hey y'all. But but uh, this is episode 97, and you know what? Getting away from that on this day in 1989. Um, on this day, Janet Jackson released "Rhythm Nation" 1814. So this is a day to celebrate Janet. Great album. Was it her best album, you think? Tanya B? Um I like Rhythm Nation, but what was the one? What was it control? When I think of you, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, that's control. You know what? Control. But you know, I think maybe of that initial because it wasn't like eighties, eighty nine. Of this the eighties, I say definitely yeah. her best album. But then, man, when the nineties slipped uh, and, and something came up in, in her throat and yeah. to the pain of Jammer Lewis and that Janice was in the two thousands, man. Yeah. When she had out all for you, that was a jam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her. Um, the album was released in 89, but, you know, it carried over into 90s, into the 90s. So really, it kind of kicked off the 90s. You know, when you had Rhythm Nation, you had, uh, you know, Miss You Much, Black Cat, you know, all the cuts that came from All Right. Remember the, the Heavy D remix? Oh, yes. And you yeah, know what? That yeah, was, that was that was, Yeah. Would you say that that album was kind of like her thriller almost you know yeah, everybody yeah. has like that album yeah. but janet michael had thriller and i think janet had her own you know thriller kind of esque situation mm-hmm. and i think that was probably I agree. it i agree so it was uh it was released on this day as we tape the podcast um also y'all uh if you follow and i got a shout out uh sanya estelle and and on love because they live out in la um you know they 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 fought back crazy um, you know, with that recall and we, we didn't really cover the recall too much on this show. Cause it was just crazy. It was just, cr- you know, it, Larry the, Elder the is pure crazy. stupidity crazy. <laughs> of it. But you know how much money they spent on that recall? You know how you know, much? Cheryl, let me tell you something. California, you know, they had an earthquake as well. After all of the, after the recall, they had an Damn. earthquake. I think it was last night Wow. in Southern California. So, wow. So, the Lord is not pleased. <laughs> 300 million, <laughs> close to 300 million for the recall. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And, you know, everybody knew, I mean, up front in the beginning, you know, but most folks, you know, if you if you had any common sense, you would say, eh, you know, nobody's going to overturn a Democratic governor in a Democratic state, especially a, a state as blue as California. So, you know, and, and it did turn out what 63.5 to 35.5. Um, those were the numbers, but, uh, 300 million, just think of what they could have done with 300 million for the state. You know what I mean? Instead, you just throw the, throw that kind of money away, uh, throw that money away on, um, you know, on a, on a recall that was really pointless, you know, even though people are saying 
Well, you know, it shows that the Republican Party has an option to 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 make noise. Please, y'all got thirty five percent. You know, sit down and be quiet. Listen. That money could have been used for you know for education. Hello, yes. we have a university of, of you know I say dumb children like UDC now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, really, what about people who are about to get put out because the eviction moratorium is mm. basically over? I mean, there's so much more. They could have done with that money, but you know what? It's it's a write off. Yeah, How about that three hundred million. When I when I saw that number, actually it's like two seventy six. But they said uh, as as the uh, the the um, accounting starts to come together, it's probably going to be closer to three hundred million. Damn, three hundred million dollars on a recall that they didn't have to do. But anyway, um, also um, the justice for J six, which I call uh, DC Clan Rally two. Uh, was a bust, you know. Only well, that about... was DC clown rally. How about that? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Let me give you applause for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the DC oh, clown rally, because that's that what was it was. Clown. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeto Jesus and his crew were only able to muster up about nationally. They said they said about four hundred people showed up. Maybe you know they have. Of course, they had more. They had more officers. Many more. More, right, more cops. The cops outnumbered the people. I understand two to one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was ridiculous. I mean, I mean, not ridiculous. I mean, they they uh, they did the right thing this time. But but you know, you think of the fact that you know um, these folks were actually how do you say it? You are coming together to support insurrectionists and people who broke the law. You know what I mean? It's just like, I mean, somebody gave the best comparison. It's just like um, America coming together to support the people who knocked down the towers at 9-11. You know what I mean? It, it's, it, it, but the people don't see it because they're caught up in the politics of it. But that's what it is. I mean, the, these people came together on January 6th and, um, and just created chaos, you know, and, and people died. So I'll leave it at that. But anyway, it was a bust. Okay, so this is the G podcast. Every week we do news politics, that piping hot tea from Tanya B, pop culture and more. And Tanya B is in the building. Y'all give it up for Tanya B. Yes. Yeah. Give it up for me. You know, I was up until (laughs) something. I had to stop at one o'clock and take a nap to get up because I cooked. um, Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I should say I baked. Okay. We haven't done that in a while. Go ahead, Tommy. Go ahead. You in the kitchen. What's cooking, Tanya B? Since we haven't done it in a long time, what were you cooking, Tanya B? Well, you you know what I did? um, It was Family and Friends Day at my church, and I committed to make enough dessert. So I think I stopped counting at like 80. So, you know, I baked from scratch, though. Mother did some pineapple pound cake with the glaze. Mm. I did a pound cake, and then I did some Boston cream pie cupcakes. You know, Mm. I I don't cook out of boxes, so then we've got Mm. scratch cake. I even made the pastry, the vanilla pastry cream that goes in the middle, and then... I took some heavy cream and, and, and topped it off with a ch- dark chocolate ganache. So that's what you. I did. That's Look it, I had you. to lay down and take a nap. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, didn't Hell, see, I didn't see the end of SNL. <laughs> Everybody who ate probably taking a nap. <laughs> probably. Uh, look, I took one before Give the it show. Up oh, let me tell you what else I did make. And Howard, I hope you are listening. Yeah. After that 
foolishness you said last week. Yeah. You don't get this recipe. But anyway, <laughs> um, I made, you know, I make these amazing shrimp burgers. I hadn't made them in a while. Mm. I made shrimp burgers. I even made my own mayonnaise, which is garlic, aioli, um, eggs, lemon, juice, and avocado. And then I topped it off with a lovely uh, spring mix with goat cheese, mm, two string beets, and red onions. Wow. Top with a cilantro avocado delicious. salad. So nice. So nice. Let me give you the air horn. That sounds delicious. It yeah. does. That's Wait. hot. And then when I got home today, yeah. I fried some chicken for the game. <laughs> be cooking it up. But Ooh, thank you, I'm Tanya done. B. I'm done. That Mother is, is done. Trust. That, is, that is too hot. That is too hot. And, and don't forget uh, the... Um, Five times weekly, uh, the uh, Birdwire Friday and Saturday nights, um, 8 p.m., 10 p.m., uh, also Saturdays at noon. And then again, we play it uh, Sundays at uh, 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. Don't, don't forget, definitely make sure uh, you check out the Birdwire. And, and some people, well, how can I listen to the Birdwire? Well, you could just, just go to castropolis.net and hit play <laughs> during those times. And, you know, hit the <laughs> play let me button. Tell you this. <laughs> You know, I say I call the show the hey. best music you've never heard until now. Yeah. But we also, I should say, uh, as your curator, I play new and classics by independent artists. And I'm telling you this week, mm-hmm. I am dipping it and doing it. Uh, Little G from Silk has a new record out. Wow. It is banging. Cool. And I also have new music from Shaka Khan. So, baby, Good if stuff. you don't know about the bird, why you better air. No, you better ask somebody. OK, there you go. Give ask it up somebody. one more time. Tanya B. Thank you. So it's not so it's not solely independent artists, right? No, it's all independent artists, but no people okay. Right. No, here's the thing, new and classic indie artists. But one thing and I educate people about this while people think you have these uh labels, but they follow the model of a major conglomerate, Motown independent label, which means the Temptations, the Jackson 5, Rick James, the Supremes independent artists. Believe it or not, A&M, which was Janet Jackson's home label for many years, was one was the biggest independent label. So you had people like CeCe Peniston, Janet Jackson, uh, Jesse Johnson from the time, independent artists, Philadelphia International, all that great Philly music, but you know, Howard Melvin and the Blue Notes and the Jones mm-hmm. Girls, uh, the OJs, independent label. So oh. that is all indie music. So I'm here to tell you right now, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, forget about that. And even labels like Def Jam, yeah, independent. Yeah. I have a new record I played by the Spinners and, you know, only one surviving member is still alive. But that record is it's dope. Yeah, <laughs> I, can I do like that. So, again, all these people that were on these labels that people think were these majors, mm-hmm. they were independent labels. So these people still get their shine. Yeah. You know, Shaka Khan is now an independent artist. Will Downing is an independent artist. Yeah, yeah. Earthland and Fire are now independent artists. So Good that's stuff. what I play. Good stuff. Educate, educate, Tanya B. But again, the Birdwire, right. five times weekly, Friday, Saturday, uh, 8 p.m., 10 p.m., uh, Saturdays, noon, and Sundays, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. And again, just go to castropolis.net, same place you find our podcast. Uh, if you listen to the show on Sunday, same place, uh, just go uh, to castropolis.net. Uh, and, and if you follow us on social media, uh, basically just go to uh, our bio and you'll see the links where you can listen. Just click the link and you're good to go. And, and let's say hello. What's up? You've already heard her talking in the background, asking the questions. Wyo is in the building. Yeah, yeah. Wyo, yeah. what's up? Miss Poetic Peace every second and fourth Tuesday at Overtime Bar and yeah. Grill. 
in the Mac town. And you know what? I got to give it up to the Mac town because I was hired on the Mac town while about not having grocery stores over in the hood, over in over over in that over in the uh, a certain part of town. But I got to give it up to them. They made a big announcement that they're uh, they're building a new ten thousand seat amphitheater in an underdeveloped yeah. corridor, which is called the Eisenhower Corridor. So I got to give it up to them. Uh, I got to say what's up to Mayor. Thanks, Lester Miller. And um, also, what, gotta, are the people go, what are the people going to eat? You can't get any go to the show concert <laughs> snacks because there's no grocery store. They're supposed to be working on it. I guess we'll they, see. I mean, we'll it's, see. it's an amphitheater that is separate from the actual mall. Mm-hmm. And then the mall has donated uh, the facility, the whole mall facility to making bibs. So they say tax dollars won't be used but it will be like private investors and there's going to be like restaurants and um, movie screenings, uh, well, filmings um, and a lot of things, uh, 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 classes for Central Georgia Tech and Middle Georgia State Colleges. Mm. Yeah. So wow. it's, it's, it's a lot going on. It's a good move. That. It's a good move because, you know, as, as most and, and, you know, we of course, I mean, we we not only cover Georgia. Uh, but people all across the country listen to the podcast and across the world. And and as you know, malls are dying. You know, malls, uh, the uh, enclosed, you know, malls that were built in the 70s and 80s and, and making malls, huge mall. And it's really been dying. I mean, all the stores have been moving out. Uh, and this is a really good opportunity um, to revitalize an, uh, an area. Um, you know, that's been, you know, that's been dead for a very, very yeah, long and it's time. Definitely yeah. The hood. yeah, you're it's, right. It's, it's, it's definitely, the, it's definitely Bloomfield, West Macon area, which is like a food desert, like you mentioned earlier. And, yeah. you know, a lot of crime is taking place. So hopefully it will flip the script. Yeah, you, yeah. Know? Hey, you know what? I, one thing, and I'm, I'm going to get off this, but I, I, I will say, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, when, when it comes down uh, to building in that area. One thing I will just give people a heads up on, make sure you know, they need to make sure that they're transparent about who's getting those contracts, you know, and the vendor opportunities too. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so why are you down there? You know, you know, y'all got to definitely make sure that, uh, that the administration is transparent about what's going on and who's getting contracts and who's getting the vendor opportunities as well. Because, you know, it's still, I mean, it's a, it's a predominantly black community and, you know, not only should we be attending the events, but we also need to be selling food and reaping the benefit of being vendors and, you know, and, and right. entrepreneurs in those areas. Cause you know, as you know, in a lot of these small towns, jobs aren't plentiful. So if it gives people an opportunity to, you know, to, to stretch and flex their entrepreneurship, then they, it needs to be there. So transparency is critical. Yeah. And, and also yeah. Yeah, hold your, your political leaders accountable too. They work for you. Your tax dollars play they pay them. They work for you. So you know, make them earn their yep. salary. Al Tiga. Right. I don't care if it's twenty thousand dollars, <laughs> I don't care if it's twenty two dollars a month. Shout out to and Al Tiga Tillman. Say, Shout out. Shout they, out to Al. They say they yeah. haven't, you know, chosen any contractors yet, but yeah. another thing we need to make sure is that we have all our, you know, eyes dotted and t's crossed as far as you know being able to be in on the bids um, yeah, a agree. lot of um, yeah so yeah. that's that's one other factor big time plays. and I, and i just gotta say I, I just gotta say that not only for for you know the city because we're in georgia the mac town making georgia but also for cities and anywhere you know no matter where you are you know keep your eyes on on projects like this that pop up they're great but just make sure you get a piece make sure you get a piece all right, y'all. Thank you, Y.O. And shout out to Y.O. one more time. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poetic Peace is in the building. And I do see him arriving, y'all. He is in the building. K-Dub. Y'all give it up. K-Dub, music director. Music, oh, music, the old Music A-I. director. Oh, yeah. Hey. I. Oh, O-H-I-O is in the building. Oh, Express has landed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a little bit like. Do Jesus. Uh-huh. Long day yesterday, man. I worked all day, like all day. Oh, man. I know, man. We appreciate you jumping on, man. But you know what? I'm glad you're here, man, because I got to ask you about uh, the Rolling Stone 500. And, and you, you know, I know we can't uh, mm. go over all 500 songs. So so I am going to ask. I'll start with you. I know, um, you know, Y.O., uh, well, definitely Tanya B. And I've got my opinion. I don't know if you who, who's seen the list. But but K Dub, when you look at the five hundred list, man, and I know you can't. We'll be here all day talking about every song. In general, what were your thoughts? Just general. You, you know what? I have to revisit that because mm-hmm. I did get a glance, but I didn't. Because a lot of times with those lists, I kind of look at stuff as nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'd have to pull. Matter of fact, I'll pull that up and go back over that because I, I a lot of time, like I said, with those lists, I. They could say the top ten bass players, and I'm gonna have a question. That's cool. That's cool. Well, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to you, Tanya B, and we'll come back. Uh, you jump into the conversation in a minute, but Tanya B, your thoughts on it when you saw the list? Yeah, you know, as I said, you know, in our thread, I said with the exception of Aretha Franklin, respect. I thought the bulk of that list is garbage. You know, who picks it? What's the criteria? <laughs> yeah. And there are some songs that are not on there, and there are some songs that should not be on there. And, yeah. you know, I like, you know, what's the rhyme or reason? And I mean, really, if you got no Tino no shade, but if you got like the Anthony D. Curtis's of the world or the Matt Pinfield's of the world picking out these songs, well, you know what? Yeah. Mm, um, I got a bridge in Brooklyn, you know, yeah. you know, and again, that list, you know, again, say again, just like with charts, what is your basis and who really has the qualifications to pick them? Yeah. But moreover, you know, we need to, you know, we used to have our own list, which I think is a lot more comprehensive because there are things in just pockets of, of, of um, you know, the country and things about the R&B experience that people like that, you know, yeah. you don't look like me. So you can't tell me what it's like if I was in a club and they put on Ain't No Stopping Us Now. Yeah, they don't yeah. understand that. They don't understand, you know, Skin Tight or the album cover. Yeah. Uh, they don't. So. Yeah. May, I I be very, may I be very frank right now? I know. Yeah, it's yeah, Sunday. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Say your, say your, say your thing. Well, miss me with that bullshit. Let's talk about something. <laughs> but I, I, let me say this. I'm gonna say this. You know, I was, I, I saw the article, and of course, you know, I get the news feed when it hit my phone. Uh, I looked at it. I immediately said, "Let me look at the top 20." Okay. And I looked at the top 20, and you know when I thought it was bullshit when I when I looked at the top 20. Because, you know, I listen to everything. Y'all know, I mean, I can look at, I like the rock. I mean, I like rock. I like classic, classic country, not that new, not the new stuff. Um, but also, you know, just the, uh, you know, pop, grew up top 40, but definitely R&B and old school hip hop and, and, you know, current hip hop. But when I looked at the top 20, this was my like red flag. When I saw, you know, the artist Robin, 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, the white pop artist who yes. had one record, maybe two. <laughs> but but the point was, it wasn't even the record she was big for. I mean, in my, I mean, show me love, not like Robin S. Show me love, exactly. Show no, show me awesome. love was, in my opinion, Robin is R O B Y N. Was her big yeah. song, and she's in the top twenty. <laughs> Yeah, the top 20 is very commercial and dated. Like, like, how did Robin make the damn top 20? Did I miss miss something? I'd say put Loretta Lynn and Cole Miner's daughter up there. Robin can go kick song. I mean, kick rocks and open toe shoe. I mean, I know, I understand, you know, a lot of folks call it the woke list that that, uh, Rolling Stone was really trying to be uh, more inclusive. Uh, and and woke and so on and so forth, but but it's just like you get to a certain point where your credibility. When I see somebody like, I mean, not not no nothing against. I mean, I love Robin. The song "Show Me Love." It was just one of those bubblegum records to me. It was never really. I mean, it, it's a cool little groove, you know. Um, it came out in the nineties, but that was her record. And, and then it's not even the record she's known for. In my you know, wait, now you talk about Robin, the pop artist. You yeah, the pop about artist. Robin, that's the dance no, 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 artist. the pop artist. She is number okay. twenty. She's number twenty on she the paid. list. Look, if you got fifty thousand dollars, you can be boo boo the fool yeah. and get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So yeah. just you know. And I do believe. I, I will right say, out. I agree. I agree uh, with with uh, respect being number one, uh, Aretha Franklin. I think that's a you know that's a good choice. Uh, I don't see anything wrong there, but but when I look, I mean, I love Public Enemy, but y'all come on now, uh, uh, fight the power in number two. <laughs> come on, goddamn! What I mean, the say? What? And it's nothing. nothing <laughs> I mean, it's number two. Twenty. I mean, it's yeah, cool. It's, it's cool because I'm, I mean, as a Public Enemy fan, I love Chuck D. I love that song, and you know, it would be my top five. But I, I don't know. I, I said, how did Fight the Power become number two? You know, because and- it scared the white people. <laughs> I kind of, I, I mean, I like it being number two. Something I do like too. That, I know. do too. I do too. But when I saw it on this list and then I looked at the, I mean, it's just, it's just all over the place, but I'm going to say this and I'm going to walk away from it so we can go into news. Um, I just don't think we can do these kind of lists anymore. I don't because, you know, with ever since the iPod, when the iPod dropped, every, I mean, things just went. Boom. Separate ways. Everybody's in a cocoon. And and I just don't think people listen to other genres critically the way they used to maybe 10, 15, 20 or more years ago. Um, I just don't. Pe- I mean, it's just like when you listen um, to today's hip hop and if you're you know, you grew up on hip hop back in the 70s, 80s uh, when it first came out. Um, you're pissed. I mean, you're like, what the fuck is this? I can't, I, you know, what, what are we listening to people? Because the people who listen, who are making hip hop now, they, they operate out of a cocoon. You understand what I'm saying? KW, you might get this right. I mean, as a musician, yes. it's like yes. musicians have influence. You know what I mean? I mean, regardless, like Prince had people who influenced him, you know what I'm saying? But I, mm-hmm. I, I think the, the further the, the iPod generation gets away from like the non iPod generation, the influences themselves. The, the only influence they will have is that computer. Is is yep. the, uh, not not like Prince was influenced by you know you could tell James Brown, Michael Jackson. He had all these influences. All these other artists have influences. Even uh, when you look at West Coast rap, 
the influence of, of P-Funk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But further you yeah. get away from the iPod, this new iPod, like cocooned generation, they ain't got no influence. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, they have no influences on what they do. They just do it. Yeah, because yeah. re recording equipment is so available to anybody and everybody, and it's so easy to make music. And they got so many places to choose from Spotify, yes. blah, 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 blah. Billy Eilish. Up and do anything. Billie Eilish's album came out of her bedroom. She created that in her yeah. bedroom. Uh huh. So, you know, I'm yep. just saying they don't have it. There's no influence anymore to, to carry on the legacy of music. So, trying to put together a 500 list with all these different genres. In my opinion, it's futile. It's it's an and, exercise and in futility. 20, everything is old. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. But you know what? It, it's classic stuff. It's big stuff. It's real stuff. But even me, like looking at number ten, and I'm looking at Outcast. Hey, ya, that ain't my favorite Outcast record. It's great. Yeah, it ain't a yeah, top ten. <laughs> it, uh, it was a commercial crossover record, and therein lies the basis of who picked. The song. Yeah, even Big looking at number bad. eight, you look at Missy Elliott in number eight, Get Your Freak On. That wasn't really and truly like it, it was big, but was it really her biggest song? Was it? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, remember Super Duper Fly in the Rain? Yes. Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So so it's just it's just, you know, um, you know, I'm just looking at it saying, okay. All right, so I'm, that's enough of that. I just wanted to bring it up. Appreciate you, Kata. Pre appreciate uh, you, Io, and, and of course uh, for for that commentary, uh, uh, Tanya B. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, let's do this, y'all. Let's go ahead and do news with Syracuse Mike because uh, we got some stuff to talk about it on the other side. So we'll do news and we'll come right back. Here we go. News team, assemble. For the week in news with Syracuse Mike. Members of Congress questioned Secretary of State Antony Blinken Monday about the Afghanistan pullout by the U.S. Blinken defended the decision. There's no evidence that staying longer would have made the Afghan security forces or the Afghan government any more resilient or self-sustaining. He called the effort to evacuate U.S. personnel there extraordinary. However, Texas Congressman Michael McCall spoke for many Republicans when he called the entire operation an unmitigated disaster of epic proportions. The U.S. Justice Department announced they are conducting a statewide investigation into Georgia's prisons. A key focus, civil rights violations and the understaffing in the state's prisons that may be breeding violence. We have been looking at Georgia prisons uh, for years. Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark said the investigation will be comprehensive, but will focus on harm to prisoners from prisoner-on-prisoner -prisoner violence. Reports of countless other violence assaults including stabbings and beatings, also have emerged from Georgia prisons. The investigation will also look into sexual abuse of gay, lesbian, and transgender prisoners, both by prisoners and prison staff. 26 inmates died in Georgia prisons last year, and 18 have died so far this year. A civil rights investigation that followed the death of Elijah McClain has found the Aurora, Colorado Police Department violated state and federal law through racially biased policing and the use of excessive force. Among other findings, that department unlawfully administered ketamine, an anesthetic. McClain, a 23-year-old black man, died in 2020 after police and medics administered that drug. The collective response around the country, outrage, following the testimony of Simone Biles and other Olympic gymnasts this week. To be clear, I blame Larry Nassar 
And I also blame an entire system that enabled and perpetrated his abuse. Biles told lawmakers how the FBI, U.S. gymnastic, and Olympic officials failed to stop the sexual abuse that she and hundreds of other athletes suffered from now-convicted Dr. Larry Nasser. Biles added the FBI turned a blind eye. FBI Director Christopher Wray apologized for the FBI's lack of action. And I'm especially sorry that there were people at the FBI who had their own chance to stop this monster back in 2015 and failed. And that is inexcusable. Ray was not in charge of the FBI at the time in question. He also said agents involved in their investigation betrayed the agency and broke the trust of the American people. We told you earlier that if you're confused about the need for COVID-19 booster shots, you're not alone. (laughs) And now things just got more complicated. A Food and Drug Administration Advisory Committee voted 6-2 to two today to advise the agency against approving a booster dose of the Pfizer vaccine. The vote is non-binding, but it is an unexpected roadblock for the Biden administration's plan to begin administering boosters as early as next week. Moderna has applied for authorization to market boosters for people 18 and older. There is speculation that the FDA will eventually support a three-dose recommendation for those over 60 or 65. We'll keep you posted. Yeah, man, you know, it is confusing. I mean, it, it is because of the fact that there was such a big push, you know, by the administration to um, such a huge push uh, for these uh, for these booster shots. Now they're not again, they're not for it. Uh, and, and one of the things, and, and again, you know, I think it's up to each individual to, to see their doctor, understand their situation, uh, understand uh, your immune system. Um, so, so I'm not, I'm not going to get on here and, and create um, Nicki Minaj's isms. You crazy? I'm staying away from that. That ain't that ain't my expertise. But I will say, um, you know, I, I do, I do think. That what I heard on the news was, you know, basically when, you know, these these uh, uh, these these vaccine companies are coming out, they're saying, yeah, go ahead. uh, Let's do a booster. But they're doing the booster to push, um, you know, not necessarily. um, How do you say it? Uh, it? It doesn't increase anything beyond what the current vaccine increases, I think. And and that was one of the problems, you know, uh, uh, that the administration had. But I think they're going to have to really be transparent. And, and I, th- I just think and, and I'll leave it at this with the Biden administration. I think they're just making a lot of mistakes right now. I mean, it's like a lot of these are like self, you know, they're, they're shooting each other. They're shooting themselves in the foot when it comes to Afghanistan. The fact that, you know, they 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 sent this drone strike out and didn't even get the terrorists, you know, they, they took out a family, you know, and, and, and they talked about that at the end of the week. Um, you know, this situation with the booster shots, how they were promoting the fact that the booster shots would be released. And now, you know, it's a, you know, it's a hold your horses on that. Um, they need to make sure that their messaging is consistent instead of, you know, basically going all the way out and then having to, having to pull back because that does, I mean, you know, you're dealing with a country and you're dealing with, you know, of course, you're dealing with uh, the Agent Orange and, and, you know, Cheeto Jesus out here and his folks who just jump on the opportunity to, to you know, to, to beat him in the head with every opportunity he makes a mistake. So go ahead. Uh, you were about to say something, Tanya B. Go for it. 
Me? No, I'm just like, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I thought you were about to say something. No, all I can say is this just in, the Falcons, I guess they, they uh, you know how they take the those things on your heart and they say clear and bring you back to life? Yeah, yeah. Uh, towards the end of the third quarter, they've come back from a 12-point deficit, and now the score is Tampa Bay 28, Falcons 25. Yeah, well, you know, okay. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, carry on. Well, okay. Well, y'all know what I wonder? I wonder where's Kamala? Where is Kamala? Where's Kamala Harris? I mean... (laughs) I tell you where she is. She went upstairs. Remember after season one of Family Matters when Judy Winslow went upstairs and never came back? They sent sent Kamala upstairs, y'all. She being real quiet. Oh, damn. She the missing missing child from Family Matters. Damn, you wrong. Yes! Ooh. But anyway, mean, Joe, Joe Joe got to focus because yes. if Joe don't if Joe doesn't get it together, yeah. he's gonna be a one term president. That's the reality of it. It's like you have got to be more strategic, and it's not like you know Joe being the OG, he knows where the bones are buried. So yeah. I really I expect more for him. And again, he is somebody that many of us voted for. Yeah, yeah. Don't give those other people you know one inch to talk about what didn't happen. You know, or on his watch, or like this old that debacle in, in Afghanistan was just that somebody needs to oh go my God. to the for a timeout. I mean, I'm, okay? I'm, I'm I'm sitting around and I and this, you know, of course, the news flash comes up and I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Now, why couldn't that be some fake news? But it's not. But it's yeah. not. And you know, I, I just got. I'm gonna leave it at that. I mean, let let's see. You know, where this where this ship is headed. But you know, a couple more things, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll break and go to um, go to your your tea time, your B. But Elijah McClain, um, the case of the young man walking home from from the store back in 2019, where the cops just basically assaulted him. Um, and and I, I do hope that they prosecute the cops and the EMT um, to the fullest. Uh, just just you know, I went back and looked at the film footage on that. And uh, just just, you know, the, the, one of the things that struck me was when he said, hey, I'm an introvert. This is the way I am because he wore a hood to the store, walked to the mm-hmm. store, got his, you know, got his his um, whatever items and then walked back. It, it, it's just sad. I, I mean, it's just sad to watch. And, and so I, I really do hope I, mean, I know charges are up. They've uh, they've they've uh, actually produced charges on the cops and the EMT, but I hope they prosecute them to the fullest. I really do. And kudos to Olympic gymnast um, to to Simone Biles and and her and her folks for speaking out. Um, and people don't understand, you know, the the mental, the, just the mental stress that this puts on these young ladies. Not you know, not only are they out there getting the twisties, and, and you know, but but this kind of thing could really just take. Uh, the the normal person, the average person, out. You know, can you imagine having to deal with something like this? I mean, no, for years and years, having yes. to deal with it, and they know about it. Right. You know, and I, and I say for that that FBI agent who got fired. Well, you know, yeah, he got fired. Well, you know, boo hoo hoo. But him and all those others, yeah. if any of them have daughters, they need to be taken out to the woodshed. Because what would you do if one of those girls were your daughter? Yeah. And, and what her, what I heard, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but uh, it was just it's, interesting. It's hard to listen to. It it. It's really it hard. hard it's like you'd be, yeah. you be traumatized listening to what I'm telling you. It's yeah. really difficult to listen to. It she said, really is. She said he woke up. I mean, she. I guess he gave her uh, a sedative. And when she woke up, he was on top of her, you know, and, and that, that kind of stuff you're dealing with is just, I mean, Ugh. tragic. Bill Cosby. Bill yes. Cosby. Yes. Bill Cosby. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he, up, you know, you know where he going. They might send him to George. They might send him to a Georgia prison. <laughs> is, he, wait, is that? But here's the thing: is that man still alive? Because yes. I'm telling you, Nasser, wherever he is, send him I to Georgia. Him I give him a few years. He's going to get the Jeffrey Dahmer treatment. You know, they waited a couple of years, yeah. and those lifers who have nothing to lose, yeah. they caught Jeffrey in the bathroom yeah. with a, a, a broom, and that's all I'm going to say. Well, based Karma. on the, based on the report, they can send him to Georgia. Cause uh, he may not last very. Oh, we have the but ch- we have the chair here. Okay, send him on <laughs> yes. down. Send, send him right down the street from my house. <laughs> I leave it at that. Jackson, Ricky, Georgia, and Jaina, Peanut, and them. The chairs in the chairs in Jackson, right? Is yeah, yeah, Jackson, Georgia. There we go. All right, y'all. You know what time it is. Here we go. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Ain't no kind of transition. We just jump right on into it, Tanya Ooh, B. So much stuff is going on. But, you know, first, what you got? Uh, I'm just, you know what? I'm going to give you a bunch of headlines. Just try to rock with me and keep up. I'm not going to talk a lot about anything. But I do want to first say, uh, I don't know if I, I didn't mention this last week, but it was on the Birdwire about these creative Emmys that were given out last week. Tonight's the big, you know, fufu ceremony and mm-hmm. Cedric the Entertainer is the host, but um, I just got to shout out J.B. Smooth, Dave Chappelle, Kiki Palmer, Courtney B. Vance, who won Emmys last week, and also Maya Rudolph, who was the daughter of the late singer Minnie Ripperton. She made history as the first black woman to win back-to-back Emmys. So okay, I, hang on, I, hang on, hang on. Let me, let me give it a round of applause. Round of applause. There we go. All righty. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. And now for the Boo.com, uh, I think, you know how you talk about how these musicians or lack or what they what they want to call themselves. You know, again, lack of talent. I think there's a lack of talent probably in Hollywood because I don't know about you, but I am sick to death of a reboot and a remake of everything else. Oh. And I, I agree with Bobby Brown. It is a bad idea to attempt to remake The Bodyguard. Are you kidding me? Oh Some my God. things need to be left alone. Oh. <laughs> I almost I almost ran off the road. <laughs> you just swallow your gum. Swallow my gum on that one. <laughs> My okay. God. So, so, and, and, you know, I, I just, I don't get that. Did, why? So Bobby Brown I made a comment. Why? I know. I, mean, I Bobby Brown do spoke it? out on it. it who yeah, who do should. they have planned to like star as, I mean, what is the whole, how is it going to work? Well, again, I just say, why, why, who's going to, who's going to play Whitney? Who's going to play Kevin Costner? And we won't even talk about the soundtrack because in in my world, you know, to this day, I've never seen that whole movie from start to finish, but I can tell you that soundtrack changed. Now that should have been up on the Rolling Stone 500. Can I I tell you who they're thinking about Whitney? Who? Don't. Don't get mad, Tanya B. Tessa Tessa Thompson. What? Ben Crump? (laughs) Tessa Thompson. As a possibility, she and and, and another, I forgot the the female, the other singer um, who they're thinking about, but definitely uh, Tessa Thompson and two other kind of hunky white guys in the Kevin Costner role. Um, But, you know, yeah, I mean, it's just it blew my mind that they were even remaking that. And again, it goes back to my point about um, the bubble. And people being in this uh, like cocoon beyond the two thousands. <laughs> I just say lack lack of you know? talent. There are so many just, black creators out there. Yeah, you know, look and we, now we know about Lena Waithe. But look how long it took her, to, you know, to get put on. There are, I mean, yeah. 
Can I let's move on, y'all? Yeah, let's do it. What else you got? Uh, okay. Um, uh, I, I, all these uh, celebrities who try to act like you know they're down with it, and I say this every week. It's like you can't just because you got the vaccine, you cannot be out in these streets tootsie rolling and you know and party popping. Because You're in a tootsie roll. Rolling. Yeah. <laughs> tootsie roll. Damn. 69 69 boys zero just because you're vaccinated does not mean you're immune Nas just came forth and talked about how how he had a really hard time with COVID physically and emotionally you remember Sheila E had COVID and she went back to work which I think was not the smartest thing to do the comedian Lunell all up and through you. I know you want to get out there and get that coin and get your bag while you can. But, you know, she was out there with COVID and who else? You don't know who these people may have made vulnerable. Now, today we hear uh, Wendy Williams has COVID now and she went on Dr. Oz and she was anti-vax all the way, but she's got some other things she got to deal with. But also, uh, now I share with you earlier today, Chris Rock, who took the one, the, the one dose Johnson & Johnson, yeah. he got COVID. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like I said, you can't be out here tootsie rolling, y'all. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Uh, yeah. so true, so true. uh, I want to remind everybody, tonight starts the first of two nights of an amazing documentary by Ken Burns, who I think is the king of documentaries on PBS, our forever champion, Muhammad Ali. So you got to check it out. Forget, forget, yeah. Definitely, definitely check No that tea, out. no shade. Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer, but I'm going to be watching PBS because the Emmys, you know, please. Anyway. Yeah. I, hey, you know okay, what? So I'm, I'm telling you. Let me let me what? go ahead and... The Emmys tonight is going to be about how Cedric the Entertainer is as a host uh, because it moved to CBS and he's got a show on CBS. Exactly. And and the next thing is how, how big um, Ted Lasso wins. Because they've got so many nominations. Yeah, it probably will be. You know what else I think it is? They're trying to be woke. They're trying to be inclusive. And no, no tea, no shade. And Cedric deserves every, you know, opportunity that he is getting. I'm happy for him. But I'm just saying, but me too. But it's like, okay, then let's be inclusive. Let's get somebody black and see if we, you know, the the ratings for that show have been in the toilet for the last several years. They're trying to attract a younger audience. They're trying to attract more people of color. Because, I mean, if you think about it, for the most part, we have low representation in the Emmys and in the Oscars. It's like, who cares? You know, well, I'm, I'm all for that Ted Lasso. That's my show. And I will tell that you. Is, that is uh, funny. That yeah. show is, I mean, it really and truly, uh, it, it it does. It, you know what it, remind, it reminds me? I was thinking about it today. Um, and I know, y'all, this is old school. It, it kind of reminds you of Gomer Pyle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you grow up as a kid. Yeah, it, oh, because... It's like the hick who always figures stuff out over the folks who thinks he's a hick. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You know, so so it kind of reminds he it, the whole premise of it. It's a fish out of water kind of thing with, with Lasso because, you know, he was an American football coach who got brought over to England to coach soccer. But it really does. I mean, even the human interest stuff, it's a lot deeper than Gomer Pyle. But but still, um, you know, I'm pleased with the way they've been doing the show. Uh, so all the episodes aren't great, but but for the most part, collectively, it's a great experience. I look forward to it every week. I think the season, as we take this week, the season finale for season two uh, comes out on Apple because they don't allow you to binge. They don't binge on Apple. They, they send them out a week at a time. Uh, so okay. next week, I think, is yeah. going to be the final. But you can still so, binge it. You can still go back and binge so, it. Yeah. Go ahead. 
Tommy B, you did, did you say you put a list of what you suggest to watch on Instagram in the in the links? Yeah, I did. I, I did. I think okay. uh, if you go to um, go to no, not on Instagram, but on the uh, last podcast page. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's a list of shows that are, that are, after we had the discussion last week, I made sure that was on there. Yeah. What else you got, Tanya B? I also want to let you know that uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who we know from school days and do the right thing, many many Spike Lee movies, a little tongue-tied there. Uh, He's getting his own show on Netflix. It's called Jigsaw. I'll keep you uh, you up to date on when that's going to debut. Also, Bugging out. Not bugging out. (laughs) Yeah, bugging out. I'm bugging out. Yes. That was his his nickname (laughs) on Do the Right Thing. Bugging out. That was was his name. Bugging out. Remember? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, Bugging out. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What else you got? What else? And I just also want to quickly remind you that uh, if you're in the area on uh, next Saturday in Patchogue, Long Island, which is the home of the legendary beatboxer Bismarck Key, part of South Street will be renamed Bismarck Keyway. So if you're out there in Long Island, September 25th at 2 p.m., that's when the ceremony will begin. Awesome. Give it up. Big A little time. something on the radio. I used to bump into Biz Markey all the time in the ATL. Wow. Yeah. DJing. Yeah. Yeah. Good Mm -hmm. stuff. And also, here, oh, here's our dumb donkey of the week, a uh, love and hip hop star. Uh, and I say unsuccessful, faded, broke down rapper. That's what it is. Mo Fane. Uh, he's gone to jail for 17 years for running a multi-state Ponzi scheme and PPP fraud. It was somewhere. It was millions of dollars. And what did he do? He did the peanut and them thing. Mm. Uh, he bought cars, jewelry. Uh, he bought a Rolls Royce and paid back child support. And, you know, they make these people go to jail and say, you've got to, you know, pay the restitution. But they're never going to see that money because that money is long gone. Yeah. So how and many you know years? What? He got like the 17 dummy, years, right? The big dummy could have just paid himself <laughs> and then bought what the hell, you know, like what the hell he wanted to buy. You know, yeah, but, yeah, but, no, but the thing is, you, you say you're getting this money to help, you know, he was claiming he was giving, uh, keeping people employed. For payroll, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, with the PPP. And instead, you know, whenever anybody walks into a dealership like that other dumb donkey, uh, Baby Blue or Pretty Ricky, who walked, who did $24 million in PPP fraud, facing life in prison, he goes into a dealership and buys a Ferrari. This wow. fool buys a Rolls Royce. Don't, I mean, don't yeah. you watch anything on television? <laughs> okay. That is yeah. like the number one red flag. Damn. Or fraud. Mm, 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 so you know what? Send him down here to Georgia. He can be cellmates with uh, Larry Nasser. Yeah. Um, and he didn't. He didn't. He didn't, would, he didn't watch Goodfellas. <laughs> he didn't watch anything. He used to be stealing watch Goodfellas, boys. and committing fraud. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's uh, that? Uh, American Greed. He didn't yeah, watch American it. Greed either. Damn. What's up? Go ahead. Go ahead, Tony B. And then I'm um, wind it up. I'll just say this. Versus Fat Joe, Ja Rule, don't care. The whole Nelly Ashanti thing, don't care. Nelly, wait, Nelly got the Cornell Haynes Burger King meal. All oh, this is a whopper with cheese fries in the drink. Uh, isn't that, hasn't that been like uh, 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 combo number two for God knows how long? And Ashanti allegedly is dating Flo Rida. She kind of has a type of guy that always wants to keep her secret. And Flo Rida is not, you know, Let's I like say. Flo Rider. Low, 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 low. No, I like Flo too, but when it comes to women, 
a different story and we're just going to keep that moving because it's Sunday and I'm a Christian. And then lastly, I want to uh, tell you that um, due to the statute of limitations, T.I. and Tiny sexual assault case, the one in L.A. has been dropped. That's not going to happen. But the judge refuses to drop Sabrina, the lady that put everything on front street. She has a lawsuit against them and that has not gone away just that. And lastly, 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 y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad to see that. First of all, can we just give Anita Baker a round of applause? She held yes, out. She got her cool. coins from all those IHOPs that she owns, and she got her masters back. What's up with that? Don't mess with Anita Baker. Okay. Good right, girl. Mm-hmm. Sweet love. Okay. <laughs> right. So now you see everyone's all hyped about this love. whole thing about Aaliyah and, you know, her music being available on streaming services. You know, there was dissension in the family. And her uncle, Barry Hankerson, who is uh, the brother of Aaliyah's mother, and he's also the ex of Gladys Knight, who went on Dr. Oz, and he claims that his sister, I believe her name was Diane, he's allegedly, okay, you got that allegedly? Allegedly claims that Aaliyah's mother knew what was going on with R. Kelly, but she looked the other way for the sake of a dollar. Hmm. It's really it. sad. I believe, I, believe, I, believe. No, I believe it too. And when you hear, like, I can't, I don't talk about this whole trial because the stuff is everywhere. And if you read what is going on, you know, each and every day, when you hear about these young, young girls and young boys too, I'm like, you know what? Put him in jail with Larry Nasser. And lastly, one thing about Barry Hankerson, if you know anything about Barry, you know, he is an OG gangster. He's a guy that would walk into the room and put a gun on, on the table before you had your meeting. But he said that he wanted to yoke R. Kelly up to the point where. R. Kelly would no longer have the breath of life, and he had to go to Minister Farrakhan to calm him down. Wow, wow. I think R. Kelly thought he was like a sex god or just God, period. And he's a sociopath. Most sociopaths think that way, Wyo. Think about it. You know, I watch a whole lot of Snap. Narcissist. Discovery ID. He's a sociopath. (laughs) Lifetime. (laughs) Discovery ID. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I I didn't have a clue about R. Kelly and the the boys until a few weeks ago. I just, I mean, but that's his thing. But I was like, whoa. Let me tell you this, and I'll say this again. Allegedly, a couple of years ago, I dropped some tea about him and this rapper called London on the Track, whose mama worked for R. Kelly, and all of a sudden, London on the Track got a deal with whose record label R. Kelly's that's all I'm saying about that. okay, okay. gotcha we can go on and on about R. Kelly <laughs> lastly okay. we'll end it there let me, we'll end it yeah, lastly let me just say this um I, I really, I hope it does come to pass that uh, Jay-Z is able to become a majority owner of the Denver Broncos. And also, I just want to share this with you. Um, Gabrielle Union wanted, wrote, uh, wrote a book. It's called, uh, Is That All You Got? And she really, I got to give her a five on it because a lot of people write these books and they gloss over stuff. Or they have these, you know, do- biopics and documentaries and whatnot, whatnot. And she really goes into, you know, the trauma that she suffered when she and Dwayne Wade were in a bad place. And he went out and had that break baby, which they are now raising yeah yeah so um i would say you know support let's support people of color authors creators any of that stuff and with that said that's all i got i got no more and if you want to hear any more you can check out the (laughs) (laughs) see hey you know hey you ever watch the grammys when stevie's on with stevie wonder (laughs) you know what Help me, Holy Ghost. That's all I got. Help me, Jesus. The credits rolling. Come on, I don't get it. <laughs> no, nah, it's just you know, Stevie. Stevie goes long always. Like you put, you bring, bring Stevie up to accept an award. <laughs> it's like, gotcha. and, and, and I'd like to thank the universe. And uh, 
<laughs> uh, we gotta love each other. Come on, K, K, uh, come on, K Dub, get in here. This is your lane. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Let me. Let, I got. I got a couple of things real quick because we got. We got. We got, You know, we're gonna wrap up real soon. You know, so um, so some of y'all can go catch this game or whatever's going on. But uh, real quick, uh, happy birthday to Nile Rogers, man. As we take the podcast today, he turned sixty nine. Yeah, my favorite. Yes, My that's the man. You know, I would say that I am proud to say that you know I do this yang 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 with the bird wire. Yeah, but I have been very blessed to have some clients, and I, I'm not always trying to you know I'm the mac in the back, but he is one I will absolutely positively claim. Yeah. And you know it's it's a it's a, a really um, unique situation when you have you know a, a client. Thank you, Lord. You know, like a Kashif or a Betty Wright or a Nile. When you learn from your clients, hmm. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. There you go. There you go. Also, Frida Payne is seventy nine. Uh, and looking good Woo, today. She, she definitely. She's always been looking good. She was married. To, I remember she was married to Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott that's, that's, that's for been, a minute. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's Frida over. Payne. Bring the boys home and band of gold. Band of gold. That's old okay. school. That is that you is old school. Why I don't think you were born. Why I wasn't born yet. Don't. Why I wasn't born. Uh, also, I, I didn't get a chance to see it, but but we didn't mention it because we we were off that week. But the Rick James documentary is still on Showtime and on Hulu. Um, and, and I know we didn't discuss it, and I don't want to go in, in, in too uh, too much because we're almost at the end of the show. Um, but I will say uh, it was very good, well done. Um, and and Tanya B, I know you covered the fact that it was coming up. So just any feedback y'all have on on uh, your thoughts on it. But you know the thing that the kind of uh, it it. Um, Bought up more bad vibes for me um, in in that documentary was the whole uh, MTV beef that he had, um, you know, because I think that was almost like the beginning of the end for his hit making career when when he got into that that tiff with with uh, with MTV, because I think MTV, uh, they really kind of blackballed, him, you know, oh, they oh they did on the pop side. You know, oh, he was black. He was blackballing himself too, because that 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 don't forget about the situation where he walked into Asher's office and oh you yeah, know, pulled yeah, out his too. junk and yeah, he, he I mean, without a doubt, he was his own worst enemy in a lot of cases. But but that yeah. didn't, you know that didn't help. Yeah, so yeah. Tommy B, didn't yeah. you bring him to uh, Macon to the auditorium or no. with our media? No, no, that wasn't Ooh. no, that wasn't me. I wasn't involved okay. in that. Yeah, okay. I remember what, he came with TJMS. He came with Tom Joyner, I think. So that was. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, that's right. I yeah. did go down there and yeah. I, I people were sitting out there like five o'clock in the morning. And I just went around, around about nine o'clock. Yeah, it was a big and, deal. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a big deal. <laughs> and walk yeah. right in. Yeah. But it was a good show. Yeah. Rick yeah. James. So, you know, you know I, just... I, I got to say uh, one, just a couple of things and I'll, 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 give, I'll throw it back to you. Um, okay. Again, I mentioned the Emmys tonight. Um, expect again, big winner to be Ted Lasso. They deserve it. Uh, the other thing is the Michael K. Williams uh, nomination. He's nominated tonight uh, for um, uh, was it supporting actor for his show Lovecraft Country. So a lot of folks are looking to see uh, if if they will, um, you know, if if they will show um, how, how do you, if, if they will give him his props. By He's actually giving get him it. a posthumous yeah. award for for uh, Lovecraft Country, so uh, I hope they do. I hope they do the right thing and give it to him. Me okay? too. All right, all right. Let's close out entertainment. What you have? One more, one more thing, Tanya B. Uh, just lastly, I, I'd like to say, you know, five on it to uh, two li- two ladies of color. One is Brianna Daniels. She is the first African American woman to become a NASCAR pit crew member. All right. in Yeah, yeah. All That's right. Big. All right. That's big. That's big. 
Women in blacks in NASCAR is big all the time. Anything black in NASCAR is big, right? And then, yeah, I also want to say five on it um, to a lady named Millie Bailey. Not only is she celebrating her 100th birthday, but she makes history as the first black female pilot. Wow. Okay. We still dipping it and doing it. Uh Still doing it. All right, y'all, not going to do a long uh, Tommy's Corner this time around, but I do want to let you guys know something if you want to get in on it. I'm going to be, heard about a book that's coming out October 5th. And y'all know uh, businessman Andrew Yang. He ran for president. Uh, You know, he didn't he didn't make it through the presidential primaries. Uh, Also, he didn't make it through the New York mayoral primaries Uh, and, you know, started that whole thing, Yang Gang. But but one of the things he's doing, he's releasing a book is called Forward. Um, And basically, uh, it is being called a lively, bold blueprint of moving beyond the era of institutional failure um, by transforming our outmodeled political and economic system to a resilient, uh, I guess, way of fixing 21st century problems. Uh, It is coming out October 5th. And the reason I'm going to take a look at it, not, not because I think he's a great candidate, because he's not. Um, but what I think he's thinking about at least putting out there is the fact that we need to really be considering a third party uh, to to instead of our current two party system. And, and I'm all for it. I, I really I mean, not no, I'm not talking about some silly Kanye West or or what's her name? Um, uh, what's her name over over at uh, the Blexit? <laughs> they call it. Uh, no, I, I ain't talking about that. You know, I'm talking about something that's thoughtful, that makes sense. Um, Candace Owens. No, I'm, I'm, no, 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 nothing like that. But I, I am going to be reading the book. It comes out October 5th. So uh, if you all want to read it with me, uh, let me know. Give me a call on the feedback line, 413-556-9546. Uh, I'd love some thoughts if any, or if you just, if you decide, hey, you know, I think I'm going to read it. Uh, I'd love your feedback because I'm going to read it. It comes out October 5th. Again, it's called um, Forward. And, and it's getting, you know, some fairly decent uh, feedback in terms of his effort of, of at least asking some questions and challenging the country on possibly doing a third party. Because I, I think, you know, especially black folks right now, not now I'm not talking about Blexit. Don't 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 be sending me because my classmates be sending me Candace Owens shit. No, no, don't do that. Don't send me no Candace Owens. Please stop <laughs> Please it. Stop, stop it. it. She's outrageous. Stop. Don't there ought to me. be a law I, against her. There ought you know, to be a law. I'm not. I'm her. not. I'm not down. I'm not down for you know cloaking myself in 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 one you know way of of just being another you know uh, alt right Republican. No, no, that's not what this mm-hmm. is about. Um, but I do think that Black folks need to definitely be looking at the possibility of of using you know our vote and our power to to shift the narrative because, quite frankly, I don't see how they're going to get this. Uh, voting bill push through one, um, unless they do something with the filibuster, and, and, and two, you know, I, I don't see any kind of movement or any kind of effort being made on on police reform. So, I, you know, I, and I, I don't think we we can't keep going back to the well for the okie doke. Um, we need to make a stand. So, hopefully, um, and I know Yang ain't gonna be the one that talks that way, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm open to it. And I agree with you, Tommy. Yeah. B. It has to be on a national level because. You know, if we if we depend on like state by state to yeah. come up with these police reform laws, um, 
I don't know. It's it's not going to be pretty. No, it's not at all. It's not because we've all, they've already been they've already proven that they can't be trusted on the local level. So that, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. All right. Um, you can give us a call 413-556-9546 for feedback. 413-556-9546. Thank you to the panel, Tanya B. Um, K Dub, Y O, uh, thank you so much. Um, any, uh, you know, quick, I, I got a couple of quick final shout outs and I'll throw it to you. I got a shout out, Newton Collier. What up, Newton? Uh, thanks for listening to the show, man, first and foremost. And, and Newton always sends me good stuff, man. He sent me a, a really great article about how West Point put up a statue for the Buffalo Soldiers. Uh, and also, I forgot to, um, I forgot to shout out Big O, the uh, Otis Redding's birthday. Uh, he turned 80. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, the 80th. Yeah, yeah. so I, I forgot to shout that out. So y'all got any shout put some, outs? Put some respect on it. Uh, res- okay. Definitely. Mm-hmm. What's up, Carla? What's up? Um, what's up, Redding, Redding Brothers? and, Ms. and Zelma. Ms. Ms. Zelma. What's up, Dexter, y'all? Dexter, Otis, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Carla. Yeah, definitely right. to the Otis family. Much respect. Much respect. Uh, also, um, y'all got any last minute shout outs before we wrap? Uh. Tampa Bay 41, Falcons 25. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> well, we knew that was going to happen. Darn, 41. They got, that, they got that far in just a few hey, minutes. You know what? I'm just glad. It was a two-point game at, one point, at one point. And now yeah. and it's, look, we're almost at the two-minute warning. So I'm going to go back and get those chicken wings I fried and sit down till Seti comes on the Emmys. There you go. There you go. You got any shout-outs, last-minute shout-outs, K-Dub? Uh, yeah. Shout out to God for waking me up at six o two and getting on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he <All> right. did. <laughs> uh, you got any? You got any last minute shout outs, Wyo? Yeah, I want to do a little, a little something, something. Do your um, thing. Do your thing. The floor is yours. Go for it. I'm I'm gonna do like a part two of the food does more than keep the body alive. I want to shout out to Tanya B for always sharing her what she's cooking every, um, you know, Sunday that we do this podcast. But um, during the summer, stocking up on the good stuff to enjoy during the seasons, they don't grow. Family gardens every year, we tiller the ground on Good Friday and plant the seeds for a harvest soon to come from the work of our own hands. I wasn't quite feeling the scene then, and now I understand. And that's food does more than keep the body alive. Yes. Amen. Amen. Snaps up. Snaps up. You know, and you talk about that, Wyo, and and I think about, you know, again, if we had a list of the top movies for us, would definitely be the movie Soul Food. Yeah, so true. You're right. You're right. And and like the uh, Big Mama said, it's more than just getting in the kitchen and cooking. But, you know, that's one way that we would show love. And I and I can remember growing up, you know, like we would spend family time reading the Bible and my dad would ask us like what we interpret from whatever we what you know, whatever scripture we read. But we also like ate dinner every day together. And Uh that was the time for them to ask all the questions, whether it was embarrassing or not. You know, that was the time for us to communicate with each other. And I, I think that's like that's like absolute obsolete right now yeah it's, yeah it's, yeah everybody's, look, everybody's looking at cell phones <laughs> yeah I mean, right. that was part of our fellowship think about it you got yeah. went to church on sunday and then what did you do after church yeah 
Yeah. You're right. We went to eat. And that was part, you know, again, that's a cultural thing. So as far as Rolling Stone, no tea, no shade. For the most part, like I say, they can go kick rocks in the open toe shoe. And shout out to all the real true blue music lovers. And that's all I got to say. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. And y'all, don't forget, go to our social media. You can follow us on Facebook at This Is The G Podcast. Again, at This Is The G Podcast. Also, you can follow us on Instagram uh, at This Is The G Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at This Is The G Pod. Okay? And y'all, with that, episode 97 is in the can. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. COVID is real. Mask up, y'all. Ask Chris Rock. <laughs> You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.